Fantastic, man. Welcome to the second episode of Adeshope Live, the Afrobeats Talk. And I'm your host, Adeshope, a.k.a. Shopsy do the Energy God. And I've got the producer in the background, Mr. Manny Ade, hey, making hey. sure everything not only sounds correct, but looks correct too. What's going on, bro? Hey, man, you already know the vibes, your boy, Manny Ade. Man, I'm just glad to be here with the, with the, with the legend himself, man. Listen, oh, man. Um, yeah, we did the first episode. Shout out to everybody that's kind of like giving us feedback and all I know people were talking about the sound but they love the concept yeah. we're instantly over a thousand views on YouTube already lit, um, lit. yeah so instantly it shows that people be waiting for stuff like this and I'm excited to be back you know just breaking down one of my favorite topics in the world the Afrobeats Afropop culture and catching the headlines uh, for things that have happened in the last one week so uh, we're back at it again and we'll be looking at some of the headlines this week that I've caught my attention and I can share my thoughts on it. Uh, Manny, what's going on? What are the headlines that we're going to be chewing into hey, today? Man, look, look, look. This week, this week, you know, just a few days. I'm not even going to lie. There's been a lot that's been happening. Yeah, crazy. It's, been, it's been a minute. Been crazy. But um, in the past week, we got your boy Rama. Hey, he, he, Rama doesn't usually... What he did this past week, he doesn't usually do. He went off on a rant. Yeah. As yeah. in a serious rant on Twitter. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. What was the back? Do you know the background behind the story? To be honest with you, um, I think what I saw was exactly what everybody else saw, okay. which was, you know, Rema started tweeting um, and he was getting emotional. He was putting tweets out, talking about the fact that, you know, talking to the young artists that don't let these people put us put us together by force and then pitch us against each other yeah, later yeah. on. He started talking about, yeah, their new generation artists, let's be friends genuinely. Don't let these people forcefully make us friends just to prove healthy competition and make us enemies for their own entertainment. I swear I love y'all. Yeah. Stop trying to change my password. I'm not excited to be here. I'm supposed to be here. Yeah, the game yeah. handpicked yeah. me yeah. and that's why I said another banger um, on my first record because I, I knew I, it was going to be a smash mm. you know and it went on and it was like yeah <laughs> my mom don't need my money she just want to be happy she said invest invest so your children don't suffer like you did yeah, yeah, and man. when I started seeing stuff the one that really got to me that made me feel like mm, I'm thinking this guy is on some emotional stuff when he was talking about, you know, I'm not proud, I'm just quiet, and, you know, don't take it like I'm proud or whatever. I'm like, yo, what's going on with this guy? So I started thinking, being in the position that Rema is in, obviously a lot of people will be pulling and tugging people, asking for favors, they want to be friends, all of that type of stuff. So I put a picture on Twitter with me and Rema, and I tweeted at him, and I said, yo, Rema, you told me that you were the future and I believed you. Mm. Don't let this game get to you. Yeah. Don't let the people get to you. People demanding stuff, asking for favors, trying to pull you left and right. Don't listen to none of that. The only people that are important are your family, your fans, yeah. and your team. Big facts. Uh, not quite an hour after I put that tweet out, I saw Davido and Rema t- trending. So I'm like, what's going on? Mm. I clicked into the trends and, you know, there was someone on there or a couple of people that had made an allegation that Rema and Davido had crossed paths 24 hours before this tweet, okay. which was at the Big Brother Nigerian final, Makes where sense. both of them were performing. Makes sense. Whatever happened at that situation, nobody knows. Mm. But someone alleged on Twitter 
that Rema was pressed by Davido and his crew. And, you know, they also screenshotted a couple of tweets from people like uh, Dremo, who had said the teddy bear was a little bit uh, rude. You know, so it, it just looked weird. And all of a sudden, people started to put two and two together. Mm. And before we could decide what was happening, the African giant weighed in on a conversation. Oh, Boy tweeted at Rema. Saying I'm happy you're back Speaking facts and speaking real Don't let the industry get to you And I think the fact that Burner Boy tweeted at Rema Also set alarm bells ringing Because yeah. people feel like There's some negativity and beef Between David and, and Burner Boy And Burner co-signing what Rema had said yeah. Looked like he was backing the person That had beef against yeah, his enemy yeah, Like yeah. the enemy of my enemy Is now my friend, friend yeah, Do you understand? Yeah. So <laughs> But about a couple of hours later, David O went on Twitter and responded to the guy that alleged that alleged on Twitter that they pressed Rema and said, "Oh man, you lied. Nothing like that happened. I didn't lay a finger on the boy." Da, 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 da. And then about maybe about an hour after, that guy that tweeted, <laughs> you need to look for that tweet. I think you need to go on David's tweet actually, David O's Twitter David handle. The guy now tweeted and said, "Everything I said about David O." Slapping Rema or whatever yeah. is a lie. Please don't believe it. And David retreated that and put love. Is and it? I'm just thinking to myself, like that just sounded a little bit weird to me. Yeah, because why did he? In a sense, like his back. statement back. That's it. Okay. I tweeted something earlier today that might have hurt feelings. Or come off as a means to tarnish the image of the DMW crew. I felt it was a harmless joke and I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. I hope my apologies are accepted. And David will put the love emoji on that. Yeah. David, I know when you try, he's fought for his image a lot. Hello, uh, and when you try purposely mm, mm. to tarnish that image, you lie against the man that publicly that went viral around the world that got Rema close to 70,000 tweets and retweets Crazy. and a hundred and something thousand tweets worldwide yeah. trending a David O and Rema and putting negativity towards David O pressing the young Rema I wouldn't that love sign yeah. to a statement from that brother that looked like he was prepared for him yeah that just didn't gel well with me. I think there's more to this story. Absolutely. Um, definitely. But what I'd say is this. Rema is the future. Oh, He's absolutely. one of the future absolutely. of the industry. He's 19 years old. Wow. He's only 19. He's crazy young. So crazy young. people like David, who's gone through what Rema's going through now, I believe, understands some of the pressures that he might be facing. Yeah. Um, and he probably would be best placed to even advise Rema on how to maneuver this yeah, industry. Man. Yo, David has been in the game for a minute. He's an OG now. Too many sharks in this game. You know I mean? Too many sharks in this game. Too many kind of like uh, fake friends and all of that stuff. But I didn't want the energy that I got from Rema, the negative energy, the fact that he felt like, you know, there was something wrong in the industry. He wasn't happy with the friendships and the relationships. And people have to understand this is a 19-year-old kid. Yeah. He just became successful exactly about a year ago. Yeah. So he did, he's not built for this yet. Mm. So his attitude 
as they say, yeah. might not be what you expect. He's Clean still growing. Yeah, he's, bro, he's, young, he's even still growing. Yeah, as so, a man. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So people yeah. need to understand that. But I was quick to go on social media as well as a lot of people just to show support for Emma because the last thing we want is somebody so promising yeah. to lose interest and, and to be disappointed and scared yeah. and yes and step away from the game do you understand what I mean so whatever happened there which seemed like something happened I hope you know the parties get it right yeah, man. And, and, it up, man. and they sort it out and that yeah. doesn't happen again we don't need we don't need no no beef in the especially in the Afro. Nah, 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 come on. We've seen what happened in the dancehall communities, yeah, the grime man. communities, the hip hop world. We don't need the that. last thing we s- we need is Afrobeats to turn into a gangland. We're too happy, we're too vibrant yeah. other people, man. What's come the on. next one? What's hey, the next yo, one? Hey yo, so on the next thing, the yeah. next thing, the next thing on the agenda, this one, oh my gosh, is definitely gonna light up everyone's <laughs> headphones right now <laughs> as they listen because Caspar, yeah. yeah. He responds to this this troll yeah. on uh, on YouTube on Twitter. He goes yeah. by the name of uh, Slick, Slick, Slick Talk. Talk. He really Slick, has Mr. Slick Mr. Talk. Slick Talk. Yeah. Um, and yeah, basically, Slick Talk was just running his mouth. He yeah. called um, Nasty C's girlfriend a gold digger. He went out black coffee yeah. with his wife yeah. and just he went off at everyone. So uh, that was a crazy one this past week, man. The only the only way I found out about this was because Casper retweeted that video. Yeah. And I was just as shocked as everybody else. Um, this guy, like you said, Mr. Slick Talk <laughs> essay, I let you listen to it. Yeah. And you, your, you, your mouth was open wide. Was We're like, going to play yo. a little bit of it as well so people can hear it. Mr. Slick Talk and I'm back with another video. So today I want to talk about Nasty C. Nasty C is in love with a gold digger. He is in love with somebody who is a natural born failure. See, Sammy Heavens is somebody who has achieved absolutely nothing in life. This is somebody who has done absolutely nothing for herself. This is somebody who has been eating off her parents. This is somebody who has been eating off Nasty C for years. I want to talk about value. What does Sammy Heavens have to offer? What does she contribute to the table? What is her value as Um he basically was going so disrespectfully against Nasty C's girlfriend, calling her a failure, calling her that she didn't bring anything to the table, saying she was a Durban six and a Joe Bud three. That's like crazy. <laughs> So disrespectful. I don't mean to laugh. I swear, he went and said the same thing about Black Coffee's wife, the mother of his kids. And I'm there thinking, like, I just imagine that if this dude was Nigerian and he was talking that talk against a David O's girlfriend or his kids what do you think would happen? You know, so, um, yeah, he did what he did. Uh, Casper put him on Twitter and told the Twitter fans that don't look for clout. This yeah. is what people do to try to get clout um, and, and stay away from it. Stay in your lane. You don't have to disrespect people to be popular. Mm-hmm. And guess what happens? Obviously, Nasty C responds, posts a picture of him and his girlfriend saying she's his backbone. She go. means a lot to him. You go. And, you know, called uh, Mr. Sleek, Sleek Talk names. Sleek Talk came back with a video we just saw. Yeah. And basically was happy that he's trending in South Africa. Yeah, yeah. And Club said, chasing, yeah. And he said Casper was basically, uh, he said Casper had no talent. It was done. His music was trash. 
and wanted to jump on every trend to continue to be popular. Slick Talk was even saying that he ain't got time for no internet niggas. <laughs> That if you're a gangster on internet pulling up online, pull up on him in Joburg and he'll show you that things don't go exactly the way he wants to go. For me, I think Slick Talkie is disrespectful. Highly. I think there is no place in this world, in this society today, for people to for to go for personal attacks in such manner. Especially other people's wives girlfriends, baby mothers. Um, if, uh, uh, what's her name now? If uh, Nasty C's girlfriend was in a, 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 a public capacity where she has a business that requires criticism yeah. and you criticize that business, mm. you're fair to do that. Yeah. But when you make the attacks personal, calling her a failure, living off of her parents... I've got kids and they better live off me. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, whatever you work What exactly? Yeah. You know? what it, like, I didn't understand that. Yeah. And, and I just think it's a terrible example of people trying to be commentators and personalities yeah. and just trying to have a voice in the industry, shamefully enough, because he's gone trending worldwide now. Yeah. He's been given a mouthpiece. Yeah, yep, he's he's a been given a platform to speak. Yeah. And we will be hearing a lot more from him. And I think. Um, we will be disagreeing a lot more with it. Yeah, Let's just put it that yeah, way. Yeah, most definitely. But you know how you, you need to go about these situations? You just don't give them airtime. He'll still be speaking for sure, but just don't just give close. it attention, man. Yeah. Just don't give it no But attention. this was so, just so shocking. I know, I know. When I heard it, I was like, what is this? But hey, you know, that's the world we live in. A lot of people want to be internet uh, personalities. They want to go viral. They'll say anything to get attention and for clout. They'll disrespect their own mothers if they have to. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it's man. crazy. South African 6 9. But we South Africa, I think we're, we're headed into Nigeria now. Yes, yes, yes. So you already know the vibes. BB Niger. Hey, man, look, we got a winner. Yeah, in yeah. Leko age big ups to Leko who won BB Niger's yeah. uh, finale yeah, for yeah. 2020 it was big the funny thing is I never followed it it wasn't yeah. as if I watched it or yeah. watched followed it closely yeah. but because of the attention it got oh, online and yeah. the social media influencers that continued not only to share little clips from the from the big brother house yeah but also to publicly support people like Lacon, yeah. Nengi, yeah. Dorothy, you know, the list goes on. Mm. It made them household names to even people like us who, who knew yeah, nothing, nothing about, about it. it. Yeah. But the little we know about Lacon is that before he went into the Big Brother house, he's a musician yeah. who wanted to increase his profile so he could help the music business grow. Yeah. Um, he went in at about 5,000 Instagram followers. He came out at 1.5 million Instagram Swear followers. Down. As we speak, he's about 1.7 Instagram followers. What? That's about four or five days. And now, just because you shouted him out on the podcast, <laughs> now he's about to hit 2 million. So, <laughs> his, you know, now he has got that wow. mouthpiece. Wow. He has got that voice. He's wow. become a celebrity of sorts. Now is about using this platform to promote his music. I think he made something of about 85 million naira. He got a brand new car. Crazy. He got a, yeah, so it, his life has changed. Hey, you know, I might just have to hop on the, <laughs> the next season. Listen, That's what crazy. you need to share 
with the world, being on the Big Brother house, a lot of people might not be able to live with that. Yeah. You know, I, I, I purposely told people like, raw. Um, we need to be careful as much as we celebrate them now let's make sure we prepare platforms to support them yeah, when yeah. they need that mental assurance absolutely. and support because what they're experiencing right now absolutely. no matter how much they try to plan for this popularity Can't. you can never get ready for it yeah, yeah. And, and, and for me you know we've seen a couple of ex Big Brother housemates in Nigeria that have broken down on social media mm. in the last two years mm. breaking down mentally crying yeah. for being attacked on social media so things can change swiftly yes you are being celebrated tons of hundreds of people are meeting you at the airports right now yeah. they can't even go into the radio stations without fans hollering outside yeah. however it can change like this in a second and I think that's what they need to get trained and advised and protected around. And I hope all of the people that went into the Big Brother house, especially the winners, you know, they, they find our support. But shout out to Lekon. We know he's a musician. We're waiting for great music. Let's put it that way. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Lekon, yo, big yeah. love from us. And uh, yeah, success to you again. Take care of your mental health. Yeah. All of that. All of that good yeah. stuff. Blessings to you, family. But yes, yeah, so uh, this past week you interviewed somebody on yeah. Instagram Live. Kwame Eugene. Kwame Eugene. I interviewed Kwame Eugene. And guess what? I also interviewed Stoneboy. Cheers. But, that, you know, the Kwame Eugene one was you know was very that was done on Instagram live yeah. talking about his brand new album you know the process of getting it there and what people should expect but one of the interesting things about Kwame is I never knew that he produced mixed mastered and wrote his records damn every he was everything <laughs> so all the bread is coming right back yes to his and he's saying <laughs> that he started to do that because he couldn't afford to pay expert to produce and mix and master his records for him at the time so he developed a talent that has now become part of his business and the reason why I highlight that is for musicians young musicians out there who always complain about the fact that they don't have the money to support their music and do whatever it is and create studio time look at whatever you can do for yourself first Absolutely. Before you try to look at what you can afford outside of that circle. Absolutely. Kwame Eugene is an example of that. Now he's become a superstar in Ghana and around Africa, about to drop a brand new album. But he possesses all the basic skills to create a product. The next thing that's required is now helping him market that product to the rest of the world. Now you can find support. Yeah. Now you can look for finances. Yeah. But at least the creation doesn't have to cost you a penny. Mm. And you know, and he was nice enough to give us a little freestyle of up in gate, then go up in gate. Oh, with his piano as well. He plays the he plays the keys too. Crazy. crazy. So multi-talented. Yeah, multi-talented. So shout out to Kwame. The interview was fantastic. And he had a lot of people watching as well. And then I had a Zoom private interview okay. with Stoneboy, which will be dropping on here really soon. Yeah, yeah. And that was mind-blowing because he spoke about the beef with Sarkodie. Um, He spoke about the sound clash with, with Shatawale. Yeah. And these are explosive conversations yeah. where he was as real as can be, saying the only reason... He's speaking to me about this. It's because of the respect he has for you. Yeah, and he hasn't said a word to 
to anybody else around the world I believe it. about the Sarkozy thing. And he shared it with me. And you would be surprised to hear his take on it, you know. But for me, it's one of those interviews that everybody has to listen to. We'll be putting it up really soon. So make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, subscribe wherever you're getting this podcast from. And you can get the notification and just... You know, have an insight into one of the biggest dancehall stars coming out of Africa. Yeah. The competition in Ghana and the rivalry that had become, you know, had been been poisonous in the past, yeah. but now has found his way into positivity. He has a strong relationship with Shatawale now. It's sad that the friendship with with Sakode has hit the bumps, yeah. but I believe they can find it back. Always, you know, Always and possible. yeah. So people need to. Look out for that one. Yeah, absolutely. But before we move on, uh, yeah. how many likes and how many subscriptions would you do? Were you trying to see before we drop this episode? With, uh, with uh, listen, I need a hundred more. A hundred more. I need a hundred more you subscribers. Let's get that. You let's heard the man. Make sure man. you click on that, and then we'll drop it for you. Hey, yeah, let's go. Let's do this. Yeah. So, um, Netflix dropped a special yeah. um, that premiered last week and yeah. goes by the name of Games. Games. There Games. You go. Games. Listen, one of the reasons why. The man called Matthew Games, based uh, based in Morocco, of Congoli- Congolese heritage, originally from France, is important to the Afrobeat Afropop culture. Is because till date, Matthew Games is the most played French artist on French radio, yeah. and this man's solo career basically just started about eight, nine, ten years ago. He used to be part of a rap group. In the mid 2000s, I think section section they assault or what they were called. Okay. He was a rapper, yeah. But he started singing. He comes from royalty. His father was a Congolese musician okay. that fled Congo into France during the Mobutu regime, <laughs> and they lost everything. Crazy. He joined the boys, started making rap music, then became a solo singer that has become an icon. And this Netflix special. It's just something that everybody has to see. You see the rise of a superstar of gigantic measures. You know, this is somebody that in this documentary, you see Sting glowing big time about Matrix Games. You see him with Ozuna from Latin America. You see him doing collaborations with everybody. This guy is, when we think of big superstars, Whiskey, Burner Boy, Major games is times 10. Swear down. Exactly. Swear he, down. Bro, this guy, if you go on YouTube, all right, type on YouTube right now. Man, let's do I'm going to put, we'll put, I'm going to put, put my added to the test. Let's go, man. Go on YouTube, Matri, M-A-I-T-T-R-E, M-A-I-T-R-E, and games. That's the top one. And tell me, loading, the first videos you see Damn, how okay, many how many up, views are you up, looking hold at up, hold up all right last cool. week he dropped a video how many views hold does up. he have four point uh one all solid right. million so scroll down oh my day if you scroll down subscription nine million subscribers subscribers so Grims, Whoa. 475 million views 300 million, million views Whoa. Those, on a regular now that's now on that's, a bad day it's 39 million views exactly so you understand what I'm what? talking about okay no he's he's he's, he's a monster you see what? 351 all in the 100 M's yes that's crazy yeah so now we need to let people know 
that yes, we have African superstars from Nigeria, but we possess some African monsters elsewhere. Major Games is from Congo, raised in France, but based in Morocco right now. But he is he is the first African artist to have a headline show at the Stade de France in Paris. 70,000 screaming fans. That is crazy. His younger brother's name is Daju. That's another popular Daju, star. Yeah. Who, you know, so these guys, I think you have to see the next Netflix special. It just shows, you know, the different talents that we have. Um, speaking about Netflix special, I know Zulu Man in Tokyo was also um, shown, which is Nasty C's trip to Tokyo and just blending with the with the hip hop flavors in Tokyo and, and just vibing with the Japanese crew. Yeah. And it was really nice as well. One of the reasons why I like that um, Zulu Man in Japan yeah. is because it shows the extra heights that artists have to go to to market themselves out of their comfort zones. Mm. So he travels to Japan where most of the people he was making music with didn't even speak English. Crazy. But they connected on art. On art and music. And the fact that he went there, he was promoting himself in a different market outside of where he usually is. And it's about and that's what it's about when it comes to this music business or entertainment. You have to go out of your comfort zones to hit the markets that might not know about you but have the potentials to make you a lot more money. Yeah. Look at what Japan is doing in the gaming world. Yeah. Who wouldn't want their music yeah. being played on any yeah. of those big games? Yeah, yeah, you're right. You got the right idea, man. So that's it. So that's why he was there. Yeah. You know, so you need to check that out. Games and then Zulu Man in, in Japan. Those are two Netflix specials you must go check out. You know, it's for Africans. So we need to watch that. Most definitely. Yeah. Now, um, Burner Boy. Uh, response to a few Twitter fans' questions about joining the demonstration and living up to being the new fella. What do you think about that? All right, this is what I'm going to say. So, Burner Boy, so a fan tweeted a Burner Boy that there was supposed to be a demonstration on October 1st in Nigeria. Yeah. And they asked Burner to be a part of this to prove the fact that to back his talk in his music, his revolutionary talk in his music, yeah. and to prove that he's the young fella, everybody. First of all, <laughs> nobody can ever be fella. Yeah. Let's get that Let's out get of the way. way. Yeah. Nobody can ever be fella. There's a reason why he has that name, he's fella. However, however, yeah. we also should identify, and this is for fans, listeners. Um, people in the industry I've been in that position before mm. that I you know I was so militant like yo if why are you talking about the problems in Nigeria mm. why aren't you standing mm. in the front line mm. I could be sensitive like that yeah. but thank God for exposure and education yeah. I found out that there are different roles for everybody absolutely Bernard Boy has used his microphone absolutely. as a singer to call to action that there is a problem in Nigeria and this is how we are going to address that problem. That's one job done. Now, some people have taken what he said in the music Mm. and decided to put that to action Mm. and go to demonstrate and vote for their rights. That is someone else's action. Some other people are in the background who know that those going on the streets 
to demonstrate a march. They need to promote and market those demonstrations. Banner Boy needs production money. He needs studio time. Some people dip their hands in the pocket and they fund those other parts of the job. Yeah. So the people down the road to make sure that whenever they're hungry, they have water, they have food in their pockets or whatever, and a burner boy can go into the studio, they are the financial backers. That is their job. Yeah. Now, some people, like my brother Sheon Kuti, mm. who is of fellas, ilk, and traits, mm. can talk on the records, mm. can walk on the demonstrations, mm can dip his hands in the pocket to find people to to keep doing what they need to do to fight for their rights. But not everybody can do that. However, every single department is just as important as others. I'll give you an example. During the fight, during the apartheid fight, Mandela, Steve Biko, and all of the great icons of the struggle of South Africa who were fighting for justice in South Africa. Some of them were the faces. There were some people that bought them ammunitions. Mm. Some people invested and gave them money to buy ammunitions to keep fighting. Some people gave them homes to hide in Mm. and homes to stay underneath Mm. when they were being searched for. Mm. All of these different roles were part of the struggle, were part of the vital fight that created a change and a shift in culture. And it's the same thing with the Black Lives Matter movement. Yes, some of you might use your social media to talk, while other people use their music to speak, whilst other people donate two, three, ten thousand pounds to the struggle, while other people march and fight. Yes, we can demand or ask for people to do more, But whenever they do something, something towards that struggle, let's take that yeah. and respect it. Absolutely. And again, nobody can be fella. That's a, that's a fact. That's yeah, a fact. so we need to stop that new fella. New, nah, yeah. everybody can bite from what fella has done. Yeah. The great legend. Remember, what Burner Boy said was, you know, the tweet was that, are you going to join the march? Yeah. And Burner Boy said, you know, when fella was alive, when all the people he spoke on behalf of, a lot of them left him alone when the military came to his house mm. to physically beat him, mm. to, to, to harm his mother and f- beat his family. Mm. And if you look at it, a decision like this, you have to take it and ensure that your family is with you. Yeah. If your family are not ready for that fight... Yeah. Yeah. You can't just jump on the road Absolutely. shouting against the presidents of Nigeria and the governments. Exactly. You leave your sisters and your mother and your father, you leave them vulnerable, vulnerable to different attacks. And once again, he's a high-profile individual. So for you so, on, on Twitter, you know, just talking, yeah, you know, show up, show up. If Bernard's out there, he's visible. Yeah, People he's know very that, you know, visible. Yeah, so Anything can happen. Anything so can happen. there are too many things that come into this, yeah. but most importantly, every single role is important when it comes to the struggle. So we cannot discredit one for the other. Be it singing, investment, or marching on the streets. We need people to do one. Whatever it is, make sure you do one. And I'll leave with one quote. I was trying to find uh, the actual quote. I could quote it word for word, but I couldn't find it. But um, I remember Tupac um, saying how 
he may not be the one to change. Yeah. But if he can influence or inspire Somebody someone that else, so. that's it. So and, and, and that's, music, and that's Burner's job. There you go. Facts. Big facts. Big facts. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we also got BBC One Extra. <laughs> yeah, man. Coming from Burner to another Burner. <laughs> another Burner, man. Look, BBC One Extra announced um, Burner Boy as a headliner for this year's event with Tiwa Savage amongst some other amazing performances. Listen, um, this is these are the moments that I live to celebrate yeah. and I'm so proud of our culture, our musicians. You know, the Burner Boys, Tiwa Savages, Whiskey, David O's, Yemi Days of this world. Yeah. You know, coming from the P-Squares, the Two-Faced, the Banjis of Jeez. this world. Talk that talk. Who kicked the door down? Do you understand talk what I mean? The more Hits Records. <laughs> I'm Don't telling go there. you, bro, go we need to talk that Don't talk, you know, the faces of this world, plantation boys, boys of this world, we're talking about the tribesmen, the Sasha P's of this world, yeah, yeah. you know, we're talking about the Timayas, the Yayas of this world, Flavor Napanias of this world, Come on. you know, um, this week, the news broke that Burner Boy was going to be headlining at the BBC prestigious One Extra Live, yeah. who... Uh, I think it was last year that we were about to have the first Afrobeats headliner in Whiskey in Birmingham. But just before Whiskey went on, mm. a fight broke out in Birmingham where Crepton Conan oh, yeah. were stabbed. One of yeah. them was stabbed or robbed or something, and they shut the whole thing down. Yeah. So we were, we were robbed of Whiskey headlining one extra live. But 12 months yeah, after, he came to his brother. Another African giant in Burner Boy. Yeah. Uh, Tiwa Savage, shout out to Tiwa Savage. She's going to be the first Afrobeats queen. Cheers. Also performing at the One Extra Live. We need to celebrate that. That's incredible, yeah. incredible stuff. But for Burner Boy, he tells us this that Afrobeats culture, Afro pop culture, is now pop culture. Facts. Big facts. That's, that's, that's it. Done. Said. That's it. Like, there's nothing else to say. Boom. Because, boy. The minute I saw the list, I see everybody else's names, you know, small, and then I see the big burner boy, the prick, big. I'm like, yo, the Afrobeats, the African giant, has the headline spot. Um, it's good. I think it's on the 17th or 18th of October. People need to check that out. If you scroll down on on the Instagram page, you can see, you know, the announcement. It was just crazy, man. That's it. One extra live. It's gonna be heavy. What day is it? Uh, so we got seventeenth of yeah. October. He's got people like Popcorn. He's got people like, of course, uh, Tiwa Savage is there. He passed Sally is there. Yeah. Steph London looks yeah. like she's on there. Gets, Gets is on there. It's mad. Jabo, millions. Yeah. It's just a whole crazy. It's a night. whole. It's a whole madness. You know. But Burner Shapo's on there too. Yeah, yeah. But Burner's the one. So again, it's another you know big, big, big notch. For Afrobeats, we stepped up yeah, again into another dimension, and we just need to give big shout outs to everybody that has paved the way. And I can assure you, ladies and gentlemen, the 17th of October at the BBC One Extra Live, yeah, yeah. they are about to see greatness. Wonders. Burner Tiwa will represent for Africa, no doubt about that, brother. Amen. And the last on yeah. the agenda. We got Mr. Daju. Yep. Mitchell Gims' brother. Yeah, yeah. And he's got a crazy lineup 
on the from album. the album, <laughs> man. The features <laughs> got the big three from Nigeria all on there. Talk to me about so it. So this week, the new albums that have been released are Niniola, uh, Colors and Sounds. Yeah. It features the likes of Nonsu Amadi. Features the likes of Busiswa Timberland's production credits on there as Crazy. well as collaborations Crazy. and then we have uh, Simi in I think it's a rest, Restless EP uh, Restless 2 EP dropped a couple of days ago featured uh, Miss Banks on there crazy and then we have Daju it's about 30 songs these guys are crazy <laughs> I, I don't even 3-0 however just as you said in the highlight yeah. the high point for me mm. that shows and proves Daju's Position in the music business is that it features three of Africa's biggest and greatest pop stars in Burner Boy, David O, and Whiskey on this album. I started to play the Whiskey record straight away Jeez. on my show. Like, I listened to the album, I went to the Whiskey record, it was banging. Bow. Went to the Burner record, that's slamming. Bow. Went to the David record, I'm slamming. Bow. So now I'm like, Already, I'm guaranteed yeah. to play three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right <laughs> off the bat. He's got yeah. one with Gaz Mayete um, from Congo, smashing. So, you know, again, it's just it just proves that if we collaborate a lot more, yeah. we bring each other into each other's markets, yeah. and the exposures become bigger. Absolutely. You know, so it's great. Go check out that album, uh, Daju, brand new album, Niniola, brand new album, Simi, brand new album those are the albums that are out right now that need review that we've kind of checked out and you guys can check it out now as well and make sure you follow us on social media as well it's very simple mine is adeshokwe.olajide Manny was yours hey so mine is Manny Ade but it's spelled quite quite unique so it's <laughs> two was the pleasure <laughs> so it's M-X-N-N-Y-A-D-E Manny Ade you already know the vibe shutdown thing this is the best Afrobeat podcast on the flipping planet man come on man come on and big shout outs to the supporters I'm talking about Factory 78 Afro Scene TV uh, uh, those are the family that are helping us push this as well yeah, yeah. we'll be everywhere wherever you can get your podcast subscribe and you'll be getting the notifications every single week every we'll week. be breaking it down yes. right here on Addis Open Live the official Afrobeats Talk podcast let's go